Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Doctor and the Dummy, featuring myself, Philip Distin. And myself, Dr. Caroline Iskowitz. This podcast is two budding entrepreneurs bringing value to the community and discussing a multitude of topics. That's right. There really is no topic off limit, as long as the doctor approves. On today's podcast, we are joined by the wonderful Miss Lana O'Brien. She has a background in professional dance um, in the West End and has toured with shows such as We Will Rock You. She is a serial entrepreneur with several businesses under her belt and a mum to a beautiful little three-year-old called Teddy. I am so excited for this podcast. Um, You will feel the energy from Lana radiate out and you'll also hear how me and Lana met, which is a very small emotional bit at the beginning. Yes, and I am absolutely excited to interview Lana. Just everything that Phil has told me about how amazing she is and high energy, high vibe, and just such an outstanding woman and what she's been able to accomplish. So I cannot wait to start get started and meet somebody else from the UK and interview them as well. So I can't wait. So welcome to the podcast, Miss Lana O'Brien. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. This is super exciting for me. Um, I've teed this one up with the doctor to be really a good interview podcast because, um, well, I'm going to let Lana explain how we met. So you explain how we met, Lana. Yeah, so we met, well, via our network marketing business and actually through Phil's girlfriend. And it's quite ironic, actually, Phil, because I do remember seeing you when you first came along to hear about the business. Um, Obviously, we, um, you know, do events where people can come along and hear about our business. And Phil was very much sat there with his arms crossed. <laughs> you know, standard man in the room. No offense to any men on this group. Um, but you know, just you know, going along, I think, more to support his girlfriend and just you know, just to hear out what it was. Um, but I did see a spark in you as well, um, although you didn't want to admit that. Um, and that's how we met. And I don't even know how long ago that was. Well, I've well, I've been in the business two years? yes, two years this November. Yeah, a few business, years. But... I mean, it all just rolls yeah. in time. But that's and how we met. Yeah, and I said, I said to um, said to the doc that um, without you, and this is not, I'm not getting emotional now. Without mm. you, me and you at that presentation, because obviously it was, you did the presentation, mm-hmm. and you, you're a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I would never have joined this business, which would never have made me leave my last job to start yeah. my other business and be where I am now. So I know yeah. my girlfriend is a big influence, but the second big influence on me being where I am is this lady, oh. which is why I wanted her to be the first on the podcast. That's so nice. And you're so right, because we knew a mutual friend who had nothing to do with our business. Um, you know, one of Phil's really good friends is somebody I'm a good friend with from school. That gave, I think it gave it massive validation for me as a person. Um, and of course, for the business that I'm representing, you know, that did. Yeah, it's very important. It's very important, yeah. And it was that kind of, I asked him a few questions. He said, oh, yeah, I know Lana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, she does this and she earns this and this, that, and the other. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, maybe I need to take this a little bit more seriously. <laughs> so as Lana said, she, uh, we are on the south coast in England. Um, obviously, yes. We all know the dock is in Florida, 4,000 miles away. Yeah. Enjoying the rain. We've got the summer. Love technology. Love yeah. this. The technology yes, is great. great. Um, <laughs> and I just wanted, I, I mean, I know your 60-second story and I know your slightly longer story, but I want to dig in a bit deeper. And I know mm-hmm. the doc's got some questions about how you manage your time and your you know, your time around your 
Zumba teaching that you do as well. Yep. Uh, obviously, you've got a beautiful two-year-old little boy. Two, is he? Yeah. Yep. Three. He's three, three now. Three mm-hmm. now. And we just want to work out how you balance all that around. But I'm going to take it right back because I know we know the dance thing. You've been introduced as the dancer. Um, but yeah. I want to go back to where you started as a child because you obviously grew up in Gosport. That's your home. Yeah. Yeah. So so your so aspirations yeah. weren't to be a network marketer. <laughs> they were not to be an outmarketer. I don't, you know, didn't even know what that meant. And and right, my aspirations as a young child was very fortunate to have brilliant parents who put me into dance school. You know, like just you know, just dance classes after school. Um, and I was like, that was my passion straight away. And I danced. I started dancing. When I was three years old. Um, and went right through all the dances. And you know, in England we have festivals and things. You know, like dance competitions. I, I know in America we got dance mums. Yeah, <laughs> yes, really well yes. <laughs> we do. Um, yeah, we had. You know, we had all that dance festivals and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, hit that age, teenage age, which is where a lot of people, girls and boys, you know, whoever's dancing, kind of pull away because you know there's school discos or there's boyfriends or whatever. Um, and I never did. I stayed true to training every night as a dancer um which got me into a dance college just outside of london when i was 16 so that was my journey childhood wise if that's what you wanted to know so in terms of the obviously going through the dance obviously you're have danced around the world you've been in in london we were rock being Mm -hmm. the one that i know mainly about but i know you've done other stuff as well yeah more pop stuff but Yeah. yeah so that kind of time balance in dance obviously you're training every day i imagine it is it's such a discipline and you and it's such a discipline and it has to be a passion like you you reject as a professional dancer so as a dancer as a kid you're just dancing because you love it and you're buzzing and you're with your friends as a profession so when you graduate and you're in the big world like for a dancer in england it's london obviously to be in london in the uk is is where you want to be but you're auditioning all of the time and you can't take a normal job because you can't be working nine to five because you need time off to go to auditions or to go to class or to be readily available. Um, so you're, it's your passion that keeps you going <laughs> through that entire industry. And it's certainly not the money um, because the money is not good in that industry. It's just, yeah, just the lifestyle and, and, and like discipline and passion together, married together is what will make somebody successful in the dance world. But that discipline and passion also you brought into... Oh, now because uh, yeah. it shows massively i mean we can see the energy just radiating through the screen and through the microphones um and obviously you still do a form of dance because you teach zumba which yes. i've just noticed on your facebook page has over a thousand likes yes page bear in mind that you live in a really small yeah like i just it's such a small town and it's you know um I always knew when I stopped dancing, like I think all, well, I suppose it's the same as an athlete. There comes a time where you have to hang up your shoes, same as a footballer, same as anything. There comes a time where you have to step back from performing, so to speak. And I was nearly 30 when I stopped. And um, again, you can, I, I do believe when you've done something like that your whole life, you don't just go, okay, that was great. And, you know, it doesn't just leave you. <laughs> <laughs> it's your body that's telling you to stop, you know, and there's 19 year olds and you're like, Oh, I can't do this anymore. Mm. But you're always, you know, if you've got a head on you, you're always going to go into either coaching or teaching, you know, your, your craft. So I joined the Zumba, you know, the Zumba wagon, so to speak. I know it's massive in America. It's massive globally, actually. Yes. Um, and I, do you know what, you want to hear something really funny. I joined Zumba the same time I joined my network marketing business. 
And um, I was quite snobbish about doing it. Like, you know, as people are about network marketing, I was snobbish about being the Zumba teacher. I thought, well, I don't want to do that. You know, because it was a name and I thought, I don't want to. I said, no, I just didn't. I thought myself was above that. Mm. How ironic. Um, and then I jumped into it and the, the name itself holds its own globally. That, that you know, that fitness name. Um, and we're still going so strong. I have five classes a week. I have girls that teach for me. We do Zumbathons every year for charity, raise a lot of money. So, yeah. Yeah, because I know the doc, you, you do some kind of dance fitness thing as well. Yeah, I do Pure Bar. Have you ever heard of Pure Bar, Lana? Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, so it's like basically one room. It's a studio and it's carpet. And then there's a ballet bar around the entire um, floor. And then there's like mirrored walls. So you can like see your form and making sure you're like uh, just working out your entire body. But it's not like Zumba, but it's something different. No, but it's good because that's your core yeah. discipline. Again, yes. in ballet is the, the number one. Yeah. Because yeah, the background mm -hmm. of the doc, she also used to be a cheerleader for mm -hmm. university in high school. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. But no, I haven't done like cheerleading after college or anything like that. But I'm really curious with Zumba. Like, how have you been able to just kind of grow that with having people work for you and teaching classes for you as well? Do you have your own studio? Well, it's funny you say that because when I started and I just put a post recently because we just had our seven year anniversary last month for Zumba. Oh, congratulations. Thank you, in a, in, a, in a small town, um, just like Phil said. And there was a lot of Zumba teachers because it was a real buzz back then. Like it was quite a new thing in the UK and everyone was jumping on it. Um, and again, my discipline, and I'm, I am quite competitive. Okay, so remember that's <laughs> good or No, I understand. <laughs> you again, you have to be as a dancer. If you're auditioning, you've got to have some competition in you. You know, like I'm healthy, competitive. Anyway, um, there's no one left in my town apart from me doing Zumba. And the reason why I know that we've stayed the course is because it has all course. I know you can't see me on this podcast, but I'm basically doing a, a wave. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we do visual images all the time that we have to explain. Like, I'll hold something up. You get right in. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it goes up and down. Like, Christmas time is dead in Zumba. Summertime is dead in Zumba because people are on vacation or they just want to drink. They don't want to, you know, exercise. So but you've got to be strong enough and hold your nerve and know that when there's a class of only, like, four women, in another month there's going to be a class of 20 women. As long as you're still there and you're still giving it your energy and you're still turning up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like as a Zumba teacher, you still got to show up, even if you've got four women or forty women. They 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 coming because of your energy. It's all and uh, the whole world is energy, but in Zumba, it, yeah, it's definitely your energy. That's what keeps your classes going. And yes. in case you haven't heard from all the clapping and the loud, <laughs> Lana is high energy. Like, whenever we're with Lana, like we've been to Vegas together, we've. Yeah, I've been to all the presentations Lana does. Everything is high energy. There's never a moment where you think, oh, Lana's a bit flat today. I've never seen it. <laughs> like, even if you're, you've been to the parties in Vegas, you come in the next day and they've had a few drinks at the parties, let's be honest, parties. still comes in high energy, keeping everyone up. It's just, that's, and that just radiates through everything that you do, I think. And, you know, that's going to stand you well for your businesses and stand oh, you well for bringing up Teddy, which obviously I know is your, life and your passion now and I know there's yeah kind of thing there so so tell us a bit about being a mum and how it is with a three-year-old oh well it's harder <laughs> than I ever thought <laughs> but um, it's the more amazing than I ever thought as well 
Um, I think what's ironic, if you want to hear with my with the network marketing business and becoming a mum, I'd been in network marketing already for what, like four years. Yeah. Um, and just in, in my business, in our business, in our structure, just plodding along at a certain level. So not really fully hitting any potential that I knew I had, but, but just coasting in network marketing. Um, then I had a baby. So I had my little boy. Obviously couldn't teach Zumba. So that's, not, you know, being self-employed and being out here, couldn't teach my fitness classes. So that's almost when I started to go, oh, yeah, network marketing is actually really good. Like this extra income is really helping me right now. And then having him and literally looking at him as, an, as a new mum, I'm thinking, well, the whole game's changed. The whole game has changed. It's not about Lana anymore or, you know, Teddy's dad. It's not about anyone anymore. It's about Teddy, my little boy. And that was the gosh the rocket that went okay we go game time now and that's when I jumped my business up to a level in our business which which basically um flipped everything around because it's a very visual level in our company so when I got to that level with my son literally on my hip business went up 300 percent wow that's incredible yeah so thank you Teddy (laughs) yeah and yeah, being, looking for. yeah, you know, not the okay. And anyone listening, do you have to have a baby to give yourself a rocket um, <laughs> to, um, to build your network marketing business? But you certainly need a why, and, yeah. and if it's not moving you, and if you're coasting, then you need to sit down and reevaluate that yeah. or borrow someone else's kids and stare at them and go, okay, we're doing this for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got whatever works nephews, whatever, yeah, nephews, whatever. whatever makes you move yeah <laughs> so, um and obviously he's got his mum's entertainment streak in him i've seen the instagram yes. posts he brings out is it a piano this piano he's a total mix of me and his dad wills like wills is a strong man and i'm a you know ex-professional like ex-dancer singer so he's a mix of both so <laughs> he's going to be a dancing strong man i think when he's older <laughs> <laughs> the entertainment for everyone say, you can good to have lift. him around yeah, yeah. So, so I know the doc wants to ask you some more questions about time because that's her yeah. area of expertise so I'm yeah, gonna... thank you um, so I want to ask you because being a mom having two businesses just like living life having a social life how do you balance everything like how do you make it all work um, I have I a loaded question no it's good I have grandparents so I do have... <laughs> okay good <laughs> I definitely have a network. I'm very fortunate to have a network. Um, my father passed away actually when my little boy was only little. Um, so again, you know, in the face of tragedy, so to speak, um, as a family, we're very tight um, and that only made us tighter. So I'm very fortunate to have my mum, for example. So any mum on this call listening, um, you know, if you have a mum around you or a mother-in-law around you, cling to them <laughs> that's a really big part but in um in time management wise do you know what I do it's funny you say this in the very early days I used to beat myself up if I wasn't doing everything you know and um and it's really easy to do that but you just rather than doing I'm guessing lots of you on this call know about Miracle Morning and yeah, we've, we've discussed Miracle Morning I think mm-hmm. on a previous podcast yeah so. yeah you know like where you're you know the, the the morning part of the day is the most productive you know you're up and you're doing your reading and your affirmations and everything else as a new mom with a baby you don't always get to do that and what you've got to learn this is the number one tip is to let that go and go it's fine I'll do my affirmations at one o'clock when he's sleeping you know in the afternoon or it's understanding that your day isn't going to be how it was before when you were running your network marketing business 
does that make sense? You've got to be okay with it that you might be doing your reading at a different time or, you know, you're juggling things or you're doing a call when he's asleep, when you were supposed to at nine, but you've said, can we just reschedule it? It's, it's working around your pockets of time. And the other thing I've noticed um, with a little one is don't be afraid. And, uh, you know, no one like hold me for this, but if he's sat, you know, happy in front of the TV, I'm not saying that TV is the thing, but if you know you've got to crack on with something, distract your child with something for 20 minutes is okay. Don't do the whole mum guilt. You're like, well, you're putting them on the iPad. That's okay. Because you're working and the, what you're doing is ultimately for him or for them, you know, so don't i think the number one thing with mums is don't have guilt be present when you're with your child to put your phone away that's another thing um but when you are working make sure they're safe and they're whatever they're doing you know for 20 minutes and hustle and work for that 20 minutes and know that you're that's that's how you balance both mm -hmm. and no, more I think that's the, the social side as well because obviously Mm -hmm. we all need to see friends we all need to do all that kind of stuff as well oh 100 percent and um you know, even gosh, Teddy goes to preschool in the day as well. Now he doesn't have to, because again, I work from home, yeah. you know? So, but that's again, a choice I made so that I could be socially out more as well. If I need to see someone at lunchtime, not to talk about business, but just to see someone. Um, and then of course, in the evenings, if I do want to, so, I mean, I'm very fortunate with network marketing. We socialize a lot when we kind of <laughs> go on our business. Well, there's always something going on with us. <laughs> there's always something, you know, which we're great. That's what I do love about our business. But, um, you know, of course, take time out. My, and, and again, I'm very fortunate to have my mom or, you know, Teddy's auntie or somebody that will say, look, I'll look after you for a few hours. Because vice versa, you know the trick as a mama, you look after someone's kids, especially if it's cousins or whatever, and you can swip that around, yeah. you know, or best friends, go, I'll have your kids tonight, you can have them the other night. And that way, you're kind of working it so you're getting some you time. Yeah, see, but I always say it's easy because I just shut my dog in a room and he's fine. Well, yeah, or in a crate, you know, with a dog. Yeah. We can't do that with a child. You know, he's fine. Give him a bone. He's happy. He's, you know, yeah. So. <laughs> so in terms of kind of network marketing, obviously we're touching on this, mm -hmm. and I know we keep this brand free, and I can see you're struggling not to mention the brand. Oh, I'm, do you know how much I'm freaking struggling right now? This is ridiculous. <laughs> and you dropped this bombshell on me about, I don't know, an hour ago. What do you mean I can't say the name? Yeah. Bearing in mind, everyone on this call, I've been doing the business for eight years, yeah. and all I say is the word. So I'm having to really <laughs> Yeah. And I think this is this what on such and so with network marketing, obviously, um, and this is a big thing the doctor does, it's being the you know, your branding and your business. Obviously, you are passionate about your network marketing business. And yeah. you, you you are not afraid to use the word in any conversation anywhere. And I know a lot of people get into network marketing, you know, and we've discussed this, it's the fear of oh I can't mention it, can't mention it, can't, it can't mention it. Yeah. But, I don't, yeah, and I don't agree with that. I think no. you've got to be proud. If you're not proud about your products, not proud about your company's name, then you're in the wrong, you know, you're with the wrong company. Right. And I'm not saying that, you know, because there's thousands of network marketing companies. I'm so, I'm such a proud ambassador of the network marketing industry and what we're doing and what we're creating and have even for me having been involved with this industry for eight years and what I've seen in the UK, for example, you know, totally different to America and everywhere else. You know, we are different. Um, but I'm very proud of the network marketing industry. But if I, and I've always said, be loud and proud about your company. And that doesn't mean you vomit all over your social media. I just mean, <laughs> if someone asks you, you don't hide in the, you know, the network marketing closet or, or you know, don't say the name of the company. Like your, the products should be on your face or in your body, whatever it is that you're using, you know, or the brand that you're, you know, promoting. Be proud of that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, 
and we, we've like, we see this all the time that people are just scared to to mention it, and, and then they come out of their comfort shell after being in for a while. So obviously, my mm-hmm. my other half is a prime example. You know, Charlotte mm-hmm. very well. She's now, and we we all see this, she's growing beyond her own expectations. I think now, and she's quite happy amazing to going, watch. Out, going out and sharing. And it's that mm-hmm. watching people. I know you're you love it when people grow. I know you can see it, and you know when. When there's an announcement, a meeting we have, or a group chat that somebody's done something or it's a promotion or something, Lana is the first one. Big hands, round of applause, oh, shout out top. Because Lana, part of network marketing is helping people. And I know that's yeah. something you've got and to be passionate about. And, and do you know what it is? Like when people don't get the industry, that's okay. Um, but take away every com- take away every um, product and brand and you know every actual company and just be left with our industry. What's the number one thing we do as personal development? Like we're teaching people to be the best version of themselves. Like how, like how am I, I mean, I can't swear either because we're on a podcast, but you can swear how it's amazing. Fine. I, I said this, swearing's fine. I can just make it an explicit podcast and it warns everyone. So. Oh, okay. That's fine. I'll yeah, be good. Um, how freaking awesome is that? Like we're encouraging people to be the best version of themselves. And again, I think coming from a dancer's background, we had to do that as dancers you couldn't be in a room of 300 girls who were all the same, you know, type of talent and be sat there going, well, I'm not really good. You know, even you had to like, you just had to believe in yourself. Even when your turns weren't happening, when your kicks weren't happening, you're like, I, I've got this, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's been in, it's been in dancers for, for a long, long time, professional dancers, because that's what you have to do. Yeah, I mean, so when I struggle with my turns, I just, I just shut it down and... It's a little rough <laughs> around the edges. Yeah, it's, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm just not quite pointing my toes and it's, you know, it's all that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> the struggle the struggle is real it's real <laughs> oh, it is for me so i'm sorry i'm lost for words because i'm so excited to have you on this podcast and you know for you to come on what else you want to hit me with um the doc's got some great questions um I'm gonna oh go 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 okay okay um yeah so i guess like with being the competitive dancer you are like how have you been able to bring that like with helping people in your in- industry and in your team how have you helped develop them i guess Okay, so um, being competitive, like I say, is one of my things. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to say that with my team, if ever we've had things go on in the UK where disrupt, you know, um, what's the word I'm talking uh, Not disruptions. Um, things against our company, you know, from another company or something not ethically correct that's happened, like it does in the, in the network marketing industry. Um, my competitive head goes on 100%. And how that helps my team is by saying, don't let this stuff take you out. Like, and when I say be competitive, I, I literally, I, I, I speak to my team, like we're coaching this for a game or we're in, you know, in fitness, like in my Zumba class, I'm like, now is the time I need you to step up. And when I say about being competitive, the main edge on anyone is how personally developed they are. Because I'm coach. So just so you know, for people on this call, my sponsor who introduced me to the business and my coach, so to speak, in network marketing, Um, is our number one income earner in the UK and she's an ex-dancer so I've been taught by her and again this whole ex-dancer thing of competitiveness we just say to everyone to level up and work harder now if there's more um, companies coming over to the UK because again you know network marketing hasn't been in the UK for as long as it's been in America or you know there's not there's not as many companies let's say so competitive wise how I help my team is I say you've got to You've got to throttle up and be all in. Like, and that means up in your game, your personal game is in your personal development. Feeding yourself more and more personal development than you were doing in the last week. 
you know, upping it to an hour or two hours a day, because then you'll be limitless and then, then you will literally be untouchable. That's what I kind of push. Yeah, no, I think that's so important because you have to have that drive to be successful in anything we do. Mm-hmm. And I think what you touched on is so valuable and important. And like, I just, yeah. Yeah, just being, you're just working on you because you can't control situations, can you, outside business-wise or companies or mm-hmm. in life, you know, you can't control any situation. It's only how you react. And in order to react, you've got to be, you've got to up your per- personal development for me is the number one thing that my team know I bang on about it all the time but triple that's threat. my coach. this is it triple threat I said the tri- this yeah the, yeah the tri- <laughs> did you want to hear the triple threat so I do <laughs> as a dancer obviously for those that would know a triple threat is that you can dance sing and act mm-hmm. that's a triple threat um so in in our industry I kind of say to my team you need to be doing the triple threat on yourself so making yourself a triple threat and that's reading something that's obviously relative every day <laughs> so reading a good book or you know something about your industry watching something every day whether it's something simple as a three minute you know um, motivational video or a 10 minute you know something like that and listening to something every day so all your senses are on fire so you're reading you're watching and you're listening that you know whether it's um something to do with meditation or something to do with spirituality or something to do with the business that's what i want so you're firing off on all cylinders um yeah that's the triple threat that comes comes through on our page because um every time like lana fires up or something's going on lana is one of the first to post a motivational video somebody post a soundcloud post and and, you know once that starts kicking in our page just lights up recommendations of books and all sorts and it's the energy isn't it yeah everyone's on like this energy bus together you know like it's it's real yeah it's good and we ripple effect we recommend that book i mean i love that book (laughs) so with personal development how do you make time for personal development with just outside of like your networking business and like your family, your friends, how do you make that time? Every time I have, like in my car is always, and I know that's the most common one, isn't it? Well, in my car, but it's always in my car. If Mm -hmm. I'm getting ready, like again, if, you know, if Teddy's ready for school and he wants to watch something for 10 minutes, then I'll have something playing. I'm doing my makeup. Um, You know, my reading again, I make sure I'm reading. Um, as in, do you know what my, re- do you know what my big tip is for reading? I've got to say this yeah. because a lot of people go, no, read, I don't like to read. I don't <laughs> care. I'm like, set an alarm on your phone mm-hmm. for 20 minutes. You then turn that phone over so you're not distracted. And for those 20 minutes, you read your book. And when the alarm goes off, you shut the book. Mm, that's that's what you do every day. Like if you're not a reader, so to speak, you need to be doing that every day to start to make it a habit. And the alarm thing just works. It really does work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing with people coming in with the personal is people aren't readers. They're not, you know, the technology yeah, yeah. nowadays takes you away from reading, but I think it is so valuable. And I've actually had a couple of new books delivered. Power, we um, got recommended. Ooh, like Power Focus. And, it's and, so powerful. Like, yeah. it, reading is, and then of course, scribing is really powerful. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've spoken about that on here, but mm-hmm. you know, personal development is not just reading. It's not just, it's also, you, you know, you think of it as woo-woo if you like but affirmations mm-hmm. you know that's getting your head in the right headspace and and believing stuff because belief has a sound and all of this and if you're thinking oh god here she goes um, <laughs> it's true and mm-hmm. you know and literally taking a pen and pen to paper mm-hmm. there's some kind of scientific fact that's just way more powerful than just saying them 
Yeah, trust yeah. me, the doc loves a pen and paper. We had this on our last. <laughs> oh, we love pen and paper. Three yes. organisers, twenty-two to-do lists. It's literally. I mean, I mean that is <laughs> that's your background. You are a a life a time coach for you know female entrepreneurs. So that is what you practice, what you preach. But yeah. when you told me you had three organisers, I was like, uh, I would lose one. I'm sure. Yeah, if- me too. Gosh. <laughs> I like to keep it very organized, but no, you're right though. Like writing down, scribing, journaling, Mm -hmm. just getting your thoughts out on paper. It just takes it out of your mind too. And it makes it more real. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. And empties your mind, you know, because I am high energy, like Phil said, as you can hear, Um, but also I have downtime too. And, And then there's also days where I go, Oh, you know, maybe I'm not feeling it today, but that's also okay. Mm hmm. But you never show that. There's, like, we've I never that. show that. And, and why would you? You know, I just would, you know, have a little, even if like something went, you know, in business, a hiccup in business or, you know, I don't know if everyone's on here. I don't know if everyone on this pod, podcast is network marketing, but if someone left your team or somebody said no, you know, those kind of things or whatever happens in life that takes you out a bit, it's okay to react like that a little bit and give yourself your own pity party, mm-hmm. you know, for a few minutes. <laughs> and then suddenly I've got to <laughs> I do have another question. Um, how do you recharge? Like when you have that downtime, what do you do to rejuvenate yourself? Okay, so um, honestly, if I like, uh, it would be a, a sounds awful, but just a, like a film, like something trashy, you know, something where I don't have to think too much. Mm-hmm. So yeah. because you know, and the phone would have to go away because mm-hmm. where I do have a very big team, and you know, things, you know, you you, you always feel as a leader. Um, you know, you want to be there to help people, don't you? Or, or as a coach, you know, you want to be there to help people. And it's bing, bing, bing. So my phone has to go away. And like my partner would always say that he'd like, put your phone away. You know, that has to go away for downtime. Um, a good glass of wine, you know, I'm all one for that. Or a good gin and tonic and a film, you know. Or again, another recharge time is probably hanging out with some of my girlfriends who aren't in the industry, um, which is, you know, and they're not dancers and they're not in the industry. And and they're mamas, you know, and they're all driven in their own right, but they're nothing to do with my two industries. Um, hanging out with them with a bottle of wine is definitely my recharge. Yeah, wine and gin. I know, Gin, you posted the other day about a new oh, gin. gin. My, my best friend got married on the weekend and it was in a gin bar. I mean, I was in my element. It was like a, gin, a ginger gin or something, was it? Peppercorn, pink peppercorn, peppercorn gin. gin. I mean, who knew? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of kind of what I wanted to touch on and I know I really thank you for giving up your time I know, yes, you, know you are you. busy um we're gonna let you go now and I really appreciate you jumping on being the first one thank as I so said much, everybody on the podcast I knew this was going to be high energy I knew this was <laughs> jumping and you're probably all bouncing around your rooms now and we'll go on to start your own business if you haven't already got one so just do it do it just do it so Lana thank you very much um I will link all your social medias to our posts so people can come find you if they want to fabulous I'm just gonna click leave meeting now that'll keep Perfect. you going won't it yeah okay Take bye. Care. Bye. Bye. bye so there we go that's Miss Lana O'Brien as I said high energy constant mm-hmm. she is a leader in our business a leader in my team she is my upline in network marketing um and she is the one that got me into the business so mm-hmm. yeah no high vibes such good energy and i think she touched on so many points of just really like being enough for yourself and being able to like balance it all and being very intentional about your time i know we've talked about that on numerous podcasts now but i think it's just showing 
what it can look like. And being a mom, especially because there's so many mompreneurs that listen to our podcast as well, or might be. And I think just giving perspective to that you can have it all. It's just being really strategic about your time, no matter what you're doing. And it's great to see that she's, you know, she's come from a competitive background. Mm-hmm. I know dance, like it's not a competition dance. And she never danced competitionally. She danced within, you know, those kind of big shows. But obviously mm-hmm. you're competing for positions. You're competing for spots in that, that right. ensemble or lead roles, whichever it was. Um, but she just brings that with her. And, and, and the others, like she says, her sponsor um, was a dancer with her. And there's a few others that have danced mm-hmm. with Lana within our business. It's just kind of how network marketing goes, as we know. Um, you kind of draw in the people that are closest to you first. And they're all the same. They're all high energy. They're all high vibe. They're all competitive they all want to you know but they're not they've, they've learned from their own personal development they're not to be competitive for themselves anymore they're passing mm-hmm. that competition down say look this is my team i want you to do well mm-hmm. I'm be competitive you keep up with me and keep running that's kind of you know she leads from the front she's always led from the front um mm-hmm. but yeah. and i think that's important in business as well and i think like we're seeing that in some like the business world in general where it's community over competition because everyone has something unique to bring to the table and it's learning how to navigate it and build your own team like for your business as well like being able to find those people that want to succeed and helping them succeed versus taking that success away like how it might be in other types of businesses or in the past but i feel like it's growing and growing together versus against each other and that's what i love about network marketing is you know it's all effort based on everybody that joins that business so you're not you know you're not within a company if you've got something that is dragging their heels it's bringing the whole company down but if they're dragging themselves, they just bring themselves down. But you can literally just mm-hmm. spark something in them. They could hear something one day and they could just change. Like Lana said, she was coasting along and then yep. she had Teddy. And that's a <laughs> massive, don't you? As she said, don't go and get pregnant. You know, you <laughs> rocket, rocket your business up to the next level. Don't everyone go out and do that. But, you know, that, that kind of, that created her bigger why. I mean, she obviously has a why and she's always had a why. But mm-hmm. putting that extra big thing of having another you know, someone that's in your life you need to support for the next 18 years and beyond, that's right. a big kick. But don't, yeah, don't go and get pregnant. Don't, <laughs> we don't endorse <laughs> that as a business technique. Yeah, no. But, and I think it just goes back to the why, having a big enough why. And that's what, like, anything we do. If we have that drive and motivation, we're going to make it happen no matter what. Obstacles yeah. come in our way. It's more looking at it as an opportunity to continue to grow versus, like, stopping. Yeah. And that's, that's what Lana's always done. Like I said, when new businesses come over, she doesn't see it as an obstacle. She sees it as a challenge. And she's always mm-hmm. said that. So when, you know, as she said, UK network marketing, yes, we've had it, but it's not at the level we have now with the amount of companies that are coming. And in America, it's obviously, mm-hmm. you know, network marketing has been there for years. It's big yeah. in the industry. Um, over mm-hmm. here, you can still face those kind of old school, it's a pyramid scheme, it's this, that, the other, and, you know, get out of that rut mm-hmm. from the early 80s of when those were about sort of thing. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, literally if she knows something's coming a new company's coming and she knows there's going to be you know other people looking at other businesses her competitive side does come out strong on all our mm-hmm. facebook page social medias meetings socials i mean we are quite lucky we are um, i know a few other network marketers and mm-hmm. they don't have the same as what we've got in this country with this company um that's not mm-hmm. saying we're the best company that's not saying it's the best one for you to join but the fact mm-hmm. you know we have sunday meetup socials and free training and you know, we all have party in Vegas and all that kind of stuff when we go there. It's all organized by, in fact, Lana organizes a lot of the parties in Vegas for us. So she, she knows that you need to have the fun and she's mm-hmm. a fun person. That is her, you know, you can hear that in her voice, her energy. And she teaches Zumba, which is a fun 
mm-hmm. high play. intensity yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've <laughs> seen I, some, yeah. some of the, the Zumba thons she's done, I've seen them on thing, and it's just <laughs> hundreds of women doing crazy stuff. But yeah. Yeah. And I think like with work too, it, it needs to be fun. If it's becoming work, then something's wrong. Yeah. Like something needs to shift. Yeah. And I think like she executes that really well of showing like how it can be fun, how she can do it all and still enjoy what she's doing. And that's part of like just business in general. You're going to have like things that you don't like, like maybe 20% or less, yeah. Yeah. but it should be at least 80%. Yeah. And you can always, but, you know, you can always find the fun in something. And I think that's, mm-hmm. you know, we, as I said, we are all, we're all representing the same brand, but we're all our own business. And we've said this before, you know, make mm-hmm. your, you know, don't make the business your identity, put your identity into mm-hmm. the business. And that's what we do as network marketers, because obviously we're all kind of representing the same thing. Um, but there was, you know, Lana is unique within our mm-hmm. UK thing. Every, everybody within our business in the UK knows Lana. Um, you can't not because she just walks in the room and it's just, hello, darling. And it's all high. You know, and that's, that's great. I mean, that's the performance background. That's a competitive mm-hmm. background and that's her she has an undeniable love for other people. She just wants to help other people. And, you know, like she said, she saw that in me and she knew, you know, that when I met, this was my dark times when I met her. I mean, I was 19 stone two in a bad career and all that. We've been through all that before. And that's when I met Lana. So she is one of the big inspirations for me where I am now, not just network marketing, but starting my dog walking business and, and just being on that personal development journey. Yes, obviously my girlfriend's the big influence. She is my upline, she's my sponsor, she's my one to get me the business. But Lana was the kind of final little nudge to say, <laughs> you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it. Because you know she knew a friend of mine and, and the rest is kind of history from there. So. Mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. you just need that little spark sometimes you do so that was you know, great and she saw that <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, she saw that spark in me that's great she sees it in a lot of people um, and mm-hmm. she's willing to help those and coach them and, and as a leader and a you know a busy person she still puts herself out like I say she's put herself out tonight she's yeah. I know she's mad busy and you know she's most mm-hmm. quite time to look after a little boy and I know she's busy tomorrow night Thursday night you know I know kind of know her schedule mm-hmm. from our schedules as well so I know and I really mm-hmm. appreciate her jumping on so yeah, I'm hoping know, that was a great first interview Yes. No, I'm so glad that we were able to have Lana and just being able to meet somebody else from the UK. Exactly. So there we go. So that is our first uh, discussion slash interview. Um, Well, I think we're calling them discussions because we don't want to just bombard constantly with questions. We want, you know, the guests to let the flow. And if we go down a different route, I mean, if we end up talking about the new space army that Donald Trump's launching, I don't want I'm not watching the news, but anyways. I mean, because we did this last podcast, I watched some news because I said neither of us really watch news. I thought, well, I better tune into something. But actually, I didn't really get it from news. I I chased after because I listened to a podcast that was talked about in there, and I'm like, a a space army? I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah. Well, another time. We'll talk about that. So, yep. So, we uh, appreciate you jumping on this one. um, And we will be back with a topic on the next one. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll keep you posted. We'll keep you posted. Thank you very much. See you all soon.